Good morning. My name's Dylan. Uh, I've been in this church for a very, very long time. <laughs> I got saved into Josh Jen 23 years ago. Can you believe it? I couldn't believe it, and I was like, jeez, I feel like such a bully now in the church. So hopefully, I, I, I'm not just the old man in the church. I actually have some stuff that God wants to work through me and in you guys. And I, it's a privilege for me to be, uh, I must say, to, to share God's Word. And it's funny, before you share God's Word, you have all these, like, doubts. And one of them was very scriptural. It says, those who share the Word of God are going to give a bigger account of their lives. And so if I don't speak the truth, there's a big problem for me. If you don't accept the truth, there's a big problem for you. So you can weigh up the Word of God, always weigh it up, what I'm saying, what God's saying to you through me. But I think God's going to speak this morning. And I've been, had him on this, this whole thing on my heart for a couple of weeks now. And it's all about the Holy Spirit. And so I'll be talking to three different groups of people this morning. The first group, and I want you to get ready because at the end, this is going to be a response morning. It's not going to be a, you're just going to sit and listen. Actually, God, I want God to speak to each and every one of your hearts. And that's some, in, somewhere in this preach that God's going to speak to your heart. And out of that, you're going to respond to God, not to me. The first ones are, you've never been baptized by the Holy Spirit. So you might have heard about it. What does that mean? What is what, like I've heard baptism of water, but what is baptism of the Holy Spirit? And uh, the one picture I can give you is, when Jesus got baptized by John the Baptist, he got baptized in water. But what they saw was a cloud, like a dove ascending from a cloud and landed on Jesus. That was the Holy Spirit. And it's quite funny. I always wondered, why did a dove come on Jesus? And when the guys were sitting in the upper room, they had flames. And I quickly realized God didn't, Jesus didn't need anything burnt out of him. He wasn't sinful. And we need a little bit of fire to burn out some of the stuff that's in us. And it was quite a cool picture. To, that's why the, the, he sent tongues of fire in the upper room. The second group is people who have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, but you've stopped. You think it's a one-time thing. And you, you used to get filled all the time, but now you've, you've lost the desire. And I think, as I'm saying, I actually feel like the Holy Spirit is actually touching you right now. There's something piercing your heart now. And the third group, and I think probably the one that probably needs us the most, are those who think they're not worthy. You've done something. You, you think you've, you've stepped too far outside the line. And I think God's going to change that for you today by His Spirit. So the reason this was... When I was asked to preach, and uh, the reason I wanted it really was last two weeks ago, Mark preached on the three things we have in us. And the one thing I felt that was lacking was, in one of our spirit beings, is the Holy Spirit. Because we can be part of a spirit, but if we don't have the Holy Spirit that guides us, we're not going to be the people that God wants us to be, because then we're reliant on ourselves. But we actually need the Holy Spirit to be that person that fills us, that guides us, that shows us and shapes us. And I I don't want to just make you think that it was you. So I want to use a scripture this morning that's going to just highlight the way sometimes I feel. And sometimes I wonder like, so let me read it and then you guys. The scripture is from Mark 16 and it's quite a little bit of scripture from 9 until 18. That's from the NRV. It says, When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him, and they were mourning and weeping. 
When they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they did not believe it. Afterwards, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. These returned and reported to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. So I want to just stop there. So when I read that, I was like, how crazy is that? Because the next part of the scripture is the Great Commission. So he's just spoken to people who I don't believe it. Never happened. What are you talking about? He's not alive. These are the, these are the disciples he's talking about. The guys that walked with him. Oh, I don't believe it. How many times do you think you've said that? I don't believe it. Yet, Jesus knew better because he knew what was coming. So let's just read the rest, next part. From 15. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in tongues, new tongues, they will pick up snakes and they, with their hands, they will drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get healed. So imagine if you were with Jesus and you just heard all the, I don't believe, don't believe you, I probably want to go up to Jesus and say, listen, are you sure you got the right guys here? Like, they didn't believe, and now you want to give them the Great Commission. They're going, to just, they're going to do all this stuff in your name. And the funny thing about it was they didn't have the Holy Spirit on them yet. But Jesus knew it was coming, and that's what happened in Acts. So later on in Acts, you would have seen they went to the upper room, and they waited. And that's what the change was, was actually that commissioning of the Holy Spirit on their lives. So why should we get baptized in His Holy Spirit? For what reason? In John 1, verse 32 to 33, then John gave this testimony. I, sp I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on Him, and I myself did not know Him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain as the one who will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If Jesus needed it, trust me, but I need it. You need it. Like I, I, was, I don't know if it had, this happened to you in worship, and I'm going to go a little bit off, but it was kind of like, all I need is you, God. Like, especially I'm sharing God's words this morning, but I was like, all I need is you. All I need is you. And the crazy thing about what happened was, unbelieving people sat in a room and waited because they were instructed to do. And Jesus said, I'll send somebody who's greater than me. It's funny, this, this whole Mark 16, comes, Mark 16 comes out of that scripture where he's actually talking to the unbelief, but in John 16, talks about why he's going to send his spirit and why we need it. And the one that's coming after him is going to do greater things than, than he ever did it. And he's going to put that person for us. And do we believe that? And as I was sharing words this morning and saying, do you believe that for you? Do you believe that the Spirit of God can work and break into your life? Another one for why we should get baptized in the Holy Spirit is 
Luke 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because He has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, the recovery of sight for the blind, and to set the oppressed free. I don't know if this is if you know this, but you are the oppressed. I am. I was, I was actually in worship thinking, do we have to do anything else after this? I don't know if you felt the Spirit of God as much as I did. And I was like, thank you, Jesus, because if it's not you here, yeah, I'm in trouble. Because this, this thing is about you connecting with Jesus and the Holy Spirit this morning. Not about me speaking about any kind of words or what I've been through or what the Word says, because it's been around forever. But this is a moment for you this morning to make something where you've lacked come alive in your hearts, come alive in your lives, that you can change forever. The beautiful thing about this is, I'm going to have a quick drink of water before I run out of. The beautiful thing about what we're reading, and especially when there's 120 people sitting in an upper room waiting, and... I always like to put myself in that position. I don't know if you guys do that. You read the Bible and you go like, I wonder what it's like sitting with all these oaks and you're like kind of praying. Maybe it's, maybe it's like this is going on for a bit long. Like, is he ever pulling in? Like, <laughs> am I back in that place where, but we did not believe in? Are we sitting in this room today wondering, is this guy ever going to get to the point? Is God ever going to do anything in my life? Is he able? Now, after I said that, I want you to go like this. I wore this shirt specifically for today. I'm going to show you what it says because I, I felt like God told me to put the shirt on this morning. So as, as it looks like just a, like a rip curl shirt, the point of the thing is the rip curl looks like a target. And I don't think God wants to target your heads today. Must target your hearts. And he needs you to open your hearts in order for him to be able to bring what he needs to bring. So as, as you're feeling like that little part now that's starting to beat, and I know the Holy Spirit's working as I'm speaking, in you, just allow that thing to flush over you, okay? So imagine they're all sitting in this upper room, and they're waiting, and they're thinking, what's going on? And then a wind starts to blow. In this room. And then probably you're probably first of all thinking you didn't close the window. And it just keeps blowing. And suddenly tongues of living fire appear in the room. And I, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm already backfooted if I'm honest. What the heck is going on here now? And they split up. And there's 120 people in the room. And each person in the room receives a little fire, tongue of fire above their head. And like I said earlier, Jesus needed a dove, we need fire. We've got a lot of stuff that sometimes we need to burn up in our lives in order for the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's my opinion, what I think about church, what I think you should be doing in church. And sometimes I just feel like saying, shut up, Dylan. 
Just let the Holy Spirit work in you. What does He want? You heard people get the words this morning, and when they were obedient to the Word of God, how the Word of God shaped somebody else's life. Because it wasn't about what their clever words had to say. It was being open to the Holy Spirit. And trust me right now, this place will change radically if you allow this to happen today. This will not be the same place because we will be trusting God to be doing the work, not ourselves. That lack in your spirit right now is a divine intervention from Jesus and we need it. I need it. I was actually thinking about which category did I fall under. And I, and I sometimes think I, f- I fell under the two bottom ones. I don't think I'm worthy sometimes. I write myself off too often. I listen to the lies. I listen to what I'm not supposed to be doing and, and, and what I think I should be doing and then something always robs it. And I also think I, I've stopped. I've stopped believing. Stop believing the Holy Spirit will use me. Stop believing that I'm amazing in God's hands. I stop believing that I could do anything God calls me to do before I just allow Him to do it. Because I put myself in the way. That might just be a good reason to tell you what I called my preach today. <laughs> my preach is the power of getting out of the way. We need to get out of the way. Sure, sorry. And this thing's for everybody. So it didn't land on 90 of the 120 people in the upper room. It didn't land on 60% or 95% or even 99%, 100% of the people. Didn't matter what age you were, didn't matter what gender you were, what race, how clever you were, how stupid you were, how, whatever it is, there was no distinguishing. God fell on every single person. And I think God wants to do the exact same thing this morning. He wants to fall on every single person this morning. Doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are, man, woman, race you are, it's not about, God doesn't see that. Sees your heart. Sees your heart. Acts 2, verse 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what they seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues, other tongues, as the Spirit enabled them. I want you guys to desire that this morning. So as much as this, this is uh, just a word that I felt, I felt most of this is about response from you this morning. I, I could give you 10 points on how to do it and what kind of dance you should do, and I could make up a whole lot of stuff that's irrelevant to what God wants to do. But I believe God wants to do something radical this morning with you guys. We are not self-sufficient. We can't do this on our own. We need Him. We need to be guided by His Spirit. That's in John 15, verse 1 to 8. And uh, you can put it up, but it's, we actually grafted in. We, we were cut off from something before we... And now we are... Sorry. Now we grafted into the, the true vine, which is God. And the true vine grows and gets led by the Holy Spirit. We are no longer people that are trying to grow, fight for ourselves, find the sunlight in our own, in our own strength. 
but we grafted into Jesus who's grafted with us and helps us and connects alongside us. You're one of a kind. Why I say that is because I don't want you to think Benny, you champ for you. Sorry, I, didn't, I, was, I was trying not to be emotional, but I think the Holy Spirit wants me to be emotional because I think that's who he is. So you're one of a kind. So you might be looking, if only I was like Andrew Selly, Mark Davies, who else? Spurgeon. Please don't be like me. A copy of me would be really bad. <laughs> but it, God's called us each individually to be exactly who he's made you to be. He doesn't want you to desire to be anybody else. He's made you incredible. You don't need to be like me, like Andrew, because that's not who you're called to be. You're called to be your own person in God. You're called to be that person who taps into the Holy Spirit so much that you know exactly what he wants from you, not from what he wants you to act like somebody else. You're not somebody else. You're your own individual person. And that's why I wanted to say, when I shared earlier about fell on everyone. It didn't matter who you were. He didn't go for you some and for you not. And God is love. And he gave us his Holy Spirit because of that. I'm going to finish off with this psalm and then I'm going to call up those things. But Psalm 139 verse 14. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. That you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I want you to now. Nah. So I'm going to ask a few, those, those three groups, and I'm going to ask you to respond. So the first one is my most exciting one, and I'll tell you a quick story about what happened to me the first time I was trusting God to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. It was a long time ago. We were in Russell and Jenny's house. And we had the berserkers, Milani, Julie, and MC. And me and my wife were standing saying, we want to get prayed for this baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I promise you, this is what I heard. <laughs> and I felt this wind, and I was like, what's going on? I opened my eyes, and, and Milani is doing this in front of me. <laughs> and I don't know if you know Milani, but I, was, I suddenly just went, what the heck is going on here? Like, I didn't understand it, and I was like, it was a freaky thing for me. But, you know, as I opened my eyes and looked, something happened. Something happened in me. I was just like, oh. something took over my body, if I'm honest. That's the only way I can explain it. And I felt this sudden peace of just, what's going on? And I, was like, I, got a, I got these warm, tingly feelings. I can still feel them today on the end of my fingers. I feel them all the time when the Holy Spirit's in the room. I got this warm feeling, feeling. I don't get shakes like most. Some people do this, and some people dance, and obviously the, <laughs> the, the crazy people that, that obviously steal as much Holy Spirit as gets into the room as possible. So you get the, those junkies. But I, I want this morning to you to be that junkie. As much as it freaked me out, there's something in me that wants that. There's something in me that wants to be a little bit more crazy for God than, than I think is acceptable for you. Not for God, for you. Because I want to be acceptable to God. I'm not, 
I like you guys, but I want, I want Jesus to love me. And I want him to look at me and go, I can use you. So, for those people that have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, and you want to today, I'm going to ask you to be brave. I want you to get out the chair and come stand in the front. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, and today you want to do that. So if that's you, I don't know if there is anybody like that. Uh, this church is quite, we're quite empty, but uh, I believe that was, there might be one or two of you that, that have never been baptized by the Holy Spirit, and today you want to have them. Is there anyone like that? I'll give you a moment to think. Do you know what that means? Because I do believe there is someone. Maybe one. Okay, great. So we've got some spiritual people. Okay, we've got one. Thank you, Lord. Come stand, Joe Lawrence. So why don't a couple people just come around? Because this is going to be a... And just come pray. So what we're trusting for now is that the Holy Spirit is going to fall and fall, Lawrence. And fire might come, so there might be a bit of a different thing. But that's beautiful. So why don't you guys also trust? Because you guys are obviously all filled with the Holy Spirit. Trust that the Spirit inside you is going to fill him right now. So Lord, we trust right now that by your Spirit, that your Spirit would fall on Lawrence right now in power. In power, Lord God. That he would never be the same again, Lord God. That the words that come out of his mouth will be your words. That the, the, the fruits of the Spirit become alive in him right now. In Jesus' name. Okay, so I want Lawrence just to stay here. Yeah? You just let the Holy Spirit continue dealing with you guys. And I want to speak to the second group of people. You got baptized in the Holy Spirit, but you're not operating in anything. Or maybe it bits and pieces touches. And the, the Word of God says that we must be continuously filled. And I, I, I trust this morning that if you step out of this one, that this is going to be a continual thing. But not just because you stepped out today. It's because now you learn to trust. And you've learned how to tap into the things of God. So for the second group of people, if that's you... You've, you were baptized in the Holy Spirit, but you almost feel like there might be a blockage, like there's something in it that God does one thing. If that's you, I want you to come out now. And there's lots of you, so don't be scared. I'm one of them. Mark, why don't you come out and just... So for you guys, can we get a bit of the worship team? Because I actually feel like maybe there's a few guys. Okay. So I want you guys just to close your eyes and just start trusting for God. Because it's not, I'm not going to do something incredible. That's God's job. But I'm going to do this, that I felt God say. Come and fill God.
by your spirit right now, Lord God. Come and unblock the stoppages. Let your fire burn every single area that is stopped, that is lost, that spark. I pray your spirit starts to blow right now, Lord God, into every one of those areas of their hearts. That they would never be the same, Lord God, that they would desire and tap into the things of you right now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name. And I want you guys to keep staying here. And if you feel like God's done what he's done, but I think it's going to take a while. So I want you to listen to the music and just let it minister to you, okay? Because that's the Holy Spirit working through the Spirit. But while we're in this place, before Mark starts, I want that third, third group of people. You, you baptize in the Holy Spirit, but you don't think you're worthy. You don't think you're worthy. You think your actions have stopped your, your walk with God. If that's you, come out right now. Come on, there's lots of you. I know. Let's go. This is with you and Jesus. Let's go. Come, guys. If something feels like it's holding you back, just fight it and come to the front. Your breakthrough is here with Jesus. I'm going to wait a little bit longer because I feel like there's more people. So must I read those things out again? The two that I'm thinking that some of you haven't responded to. They have been filled by the Holy Spirit, but it's stopped. Another one is, you have, but you stop believing that you're worthy. Cool, man. And then those guys that are still sitting, I want you guys to like participate if I can say that. Like, if you feel like there's somebody in front of you that you can come pray for right now, that you want to, you feel like you can impart something on the Holy Spirit, come and pray for them right now. So if God puts somebody on your heart, please come forward, whoever you are. Let the Spirit of God just move you. So I'm going to pray one more time for the, the last group. Lord, in, in you, we are made worthy, Lord God. Because there's no longer us that lives, but you live in us, Lord God. So, Father, won't you come and put your stamp of approval on their hearts? Put your ring signet on their fingers, Lord God, and your robes around them, Lord God. And let them know that they are worthy, Lord God. Worthy. Guys, if you, if you feel like you didn't want to come forward and you want to receive... Why don't we all stand wherever you are and let's just trust God will do something in our hearts.